All right, gang. Uh, welcome back to another edition of Inside the uh, Coach's Brain Podcast. I believe this is uh, 008. Yes. 008. Uh, we kicked Nate out of the booth, so it's uh, back to Kent and myself. Yeah. You know, Justin won't let that last too long. Uh, you know. He I likes his media time. Love my media time. Um, cool. It's good to be back with you guys. Um, it's, been a, it's been a whirlwind. Uh, you know, keeping these things going and trying to stay consistent with them. Is this the Ocho? I think this is the Ocho. Eight, eight's the Ocho? Yeah. yeah, the Ocho. Look at us. Yeah, we made it, to, made it to the Ocho. Wow. Sorry, Nate. Who knows? We might even get to a, We might even get to 10. <laughs> Maybe Nate can make another guest appearance for that. Maybe he can. Maybe we make a different podcast with Nate involved and we call it something totally different. We start at one and see if we can get to eight on that. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. Show us in the comments if Nate had his own podcast, what would Nate talk about? Mm. Go ahead. And, I got a good guess. Go ahead and throw that down there. And I'm, it's not weightlifting. It's not weightlifting. It's probably <laughs> current events. It's probably current events, <laughs> political or otherwise. Um, Nate would go down a rabbit hole and probably just piss off a lot of people. <laughs> so I do like to follow his uh Comments on Instagram. Usually he's pretty big on News for Jacks commenting. I, I don't um, even follow his comments on Instagram. I just get News for Jacks articles and I see names. You see I see where he's yeah. popped up and commenting on stuff. I'm like, oh, why are you messing with these people? So the other day I saw him. Can't he was go, on a. Can't you go do a job or something? Barstool Sports. <laughs> I did see that. I was like, dude, you're like moving up the ranks, man. <laughs> I saw that. His comment on. I was like watching this video. It was hilarious. It was something. And of course, you see Nate's comments on there and trying to like throw science and fact at it and it's right. like Nate, no, nobody yeah. cares you have no idea who you're talking to on the other side <laughs> nobody cares if yeah. you guys want to follow nate's comments lift more live longer i think that's his instagram handle yeah is it right yeah if you follow him and you look at his stuff enough apparently his stuff just pops up and through the algorithm and it you does see, yes yeah, it'll be the first comments you see you'll see just nate trying to preach science science to people who you know <laughs> Do conspiracy theorists. Yeah, do conspiracy <laughs> theorists. Nate's like, 100% of the time, this is what happens. And they're like, yeah, but what about the other time? Yeah. <laughs> what about the exception to the rule? Yeah. I know this is supposed to happen, but what happens when it doesn't happen? Gosh, I love it. Yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining. Um, so today, guys, other than our intro and talking about nothing here, we're going to try and uh, circle this back to some actually some useful and knowledgeable knowledgeable uh material Mm -hmm. that's a word yeah Yeah. knowledgeable material and try and you know throw some stuff at you guys that you can actually use in your life in your gym um some stuff like that and yeah i know we've been we've been down the rabbit hole a little bit of uh kind of picking on people in the gym and introducing to people and life stories and a couple things we'll circle back to you know actually spreading some of our knowledge to you guys yeah, but we'll probably still pick on you. We'll probably along the way. You. We'll probably still pick on you. We'll it's, find somebody. Yeah, it's it's more fun that way. Now, are we going like kind of overall here, or are we just like are we kind of pigeonholing this into wellness? I think we can. Uh, this could be very broad. This could be very broad. The topic we're going over today could be very broad. Um, I think we pigeonhole it a little bit into fitness to a degree. Otherwise, I think it can get. That's good because we're just going to turn into a self help podcast. It can if get that's a, the case. Yeah, it can get a lot of hand. Um, that being said, if we need to if we need to dive into how some of these things could help you in other parts of your life, that we could you know we could absolutely kind of take quick tangents. But we probably don't want this to be a you know a six hour podcast, right? 
And I mean, people probably only listen to the first 30, 40 seconds anyway. I don't know. Got a couple people today said that they like to listen to it while they go on the walks and stuff. Mm. I was very surprised. Long walks on the beach. So, you know. Hey. We're getting popular. <laughs> it's getting... <laughs> just wait. Uh, it's getting two, popular. Two fans out there. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, we, we have 22 plays. <laughs> <laughs> really? Double digits. Double digits. My mom's listened to it a lot. <laughs> I mean, we're the Ocho, so if we can multiply that by like three, get us 24 plays, like... Is that math checkout? Yeah. That should be like the goal, right? 24 plays per episode? Yeah. So that gets eight episodes Or whatever in. the episode is, you get three times the plays. Okay. So by the time we're at 10, we'll have 30 plays. Oh. So you just keep you know, exponentially increasing. Guys, tell your friends. Yeah. We're exponentially. Spread the word. We are exponentially increasing. Share on social media. I know Nate's good about sharing, yeah. so if you follow him, you'll see it. Yeah, guys. Share with your, share with your friends, especially if we talk about you. Click or, on the link. Or in theory, if we almost talk about you. Um, so today, guys, not trying to hide the hide the topic here, but we are talking about short term goals versus, you know, obviously it'd be short term goal goals or no goals. Yeah, true. Right. Um, so we're gonna try and define kind of short term goals. Talk about it a little bit. Obviously, in the in the in the name of it, it's, it's fairly well defined. But we'll right. we'll go through a little bit of it and talk about how that will help you, you know, be better. Be better. Yeah. Yeah. I actually asked. Uh, a few classes, like I think this week, maybe last week, I was asking them, like, "Hey, we're kind of at the midpoint of the year. Like, what kind of goals are you looking at, fitness-related wise?" And some people had like more tangible, realistic goals, but then other people would just be more generic. Hey, I just want to be more fit. Well, when you say something like that, that's kind of hard to define. You know, it, it needs to be a tangible, realistic, you know, goal. That way, you have something to strive for, something to work on. And, you know, there's many ways that you can obviously set this up. Right. So, you know, kind of when I think about short-term goals versus, you know, a long-term goal or whatever. So long-term goal, great example would be I'd like to be healthy into my, you know, for the rest of my life. I'd like to be, have, you know, stay off heart medication and, you know, mm-hmm. cholesterol medication and everything else, blood pressure medication, like all these big long-term goals and be healthy and all these things down the road. Right. right? But that doesn't necessarily get me excited to go to the gym day in and day out. Right. I mean, I'm, you know, Ken and I are probably, we're pretty weird. We get excited to go to the gym every day, pretty that's, much regardless. That's, that's true. But that's, that's, you know, that's why we're, we're outliers. That's why we're in the field we're in. We're the exception to the rule. Normal people, probably not the people listening to this podcast, but normal people, you know, need some of that, you know, internal drive based off external wants yeah, if you will, motivators, Motiv- motivators yeah. to get them, you know, to keep them fired up, to keep them focused, keep them on point, keep them on task. And if your goal is 10, 15, 20 years in the future, that's a big, it's a big hard goal. Right. Right. That's why nobody saves for retirement. Yeah. Because, hey, I'm going to retire in 45 years. The hell do I care about it? Right. It's right hard, now. It's hard to see that down the road because this is so far. But. That's why you have short-term goals. That's why you have short-term goals. Um, Set you up for success. Yeah. So short-term goals, obviously, it's a goal you were trying to accomplish in the short term. Kent, what would you define as short-term? So for me, um, I normally say short-term is anything like a year or under. You know, I like to probably put them around like three-month periods, kind of like three, six, nine, twelve. And they're kind of like stepping stones into whatever goal I may have for like the, the year, the calendar year. Say, for instance, in my garage to my home, I have a little list, and it has all my goals for 2021 that I would like to do fitness-wise. 
And kind of based on those goals, I have them broken up into kind of my three-month step, like how do I get there, all right, where maybe, hey, I want to back squat X amount. And for me, I put like 275 for a set of three. Okay, well, how do I get to that goal? Each month, I'm working up to a certain number as I'm getting closer to approaching that 275, whether it's, hey, I need to hit this weight for five reps, or I need to hit this weight for three, or I need to be able to do this rep for a single. And each month, you kind of add on to that until I finally, hopefully, reach that goal by the end of 2021. Exactly. Um, And I would even, you know, for me, it's kind of the same thing. It's it's what's going to keep me in you know, going and keep me excited and keeping doing things. Right. So it's, you know, it's a, at the end of the year, I want to deadlift, you know, 600 pounds. Right. Like Ken said, then you got to do the math and you got to back it back down and say, okay, by the end of January, I want to be able to deadlift, you know, this in February here and then kind of keep track of progress and there's ups and downs and there's, you know, whatever along the way. Um, and I would say for something like Kent, a year goal for fitness is probably pretty reasonable. I would say for most people, it's bringing it back down to that three month, 60, 30 days, giving that quick, you know, that quick feedback so you can have easy wins, right? So it's, hey, I want to do a pull up. Right. Okay. Which a lot of people brought up. That was one of the big goals, tangible goals. And it is a big tangible goal. But in, so let's talk about, I want to do a pull up. First thing is, how far away are you from actually being able to do a pull up? Right. Because you could be five years from being able to do a pull up, depending on where you're at. Right? Can you extend your hands, arms fully? You know, can you hang on to a pull-up bar for a long enough period of time to do a pull-up? Exactly. I mean, if anything, that's the starting point, is it not? Like, you probably need to be able to hang on to a pull-up bar for at least ten seconds to perform a pull-up. Yeah. Do you have the grip strength to be able to hold yourself off the ground for long enough to struggle to get one pull-up? Yeah. And that's that's a thing. Okay. Then it could turn into, hey, you know, I always joke around. It's my mean my mean joke to everybody that's like, hey, I want to do a pull-up, and I'm like, hey, what's step one? And they're like, I don't know, uh, like practice pull-ups? I'm like, no, lose 20 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, you're such a dick. It's like, well, it's kind of true. Um, you know, go put a 20-pound weight vest on and go do a pull-up. It's significantly different. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, okay, there could be nutrition goals that need to roll into that. There mm-hmm. can be strength goals. There can be, you know, time, energy, and effort goals. Like, what's going to be that thing? And, like, how can we break that down into small, manageable pieces That's so you don't get discouraged you know, six months in, you haven't got the pull up. It's like, well, what am I, I haven't done anything. Right. Versus, Hey, you've actually made a shitload of progress. You're just not seeing it. Cause your goal is right now. Your main goal is too big. We need to give you a shorter term, a smaller goal, smaller attainable goal in a certain period of time. Right. And I, I would almost like guarantee that there's probably a correlation in body fat percentage being within like a healthy kind of, you know, athletic range into what your performance is performing pull-ups. Because, I mean, it is a bodyweight movement, but it's a, you know, it's a very tough bodyweight movement. It's yeah. a very advanced there movement, you could say. Called a strength-based bodyweight movement. It's tough to do. It's, yes, you can get strong enough that you can do a pull-up, you know, with a high body fat percentage. But, but it's very tough. It's going to be a lot tougher. Yeah. You don't see a lot of power lifters doing pull-ups. And they're very strong individuals. Yeah. And they probably can. Some of them. They're not going to do a lot of them. Might have to bring Nate and clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> Nate's a powerlifter. To be fair, he can do pull-ups though. To be fair, we have no idea what powerlifters do. (laughs) Lift heavy shit. They they pick up heavy things, and I don't know. I mean, I if I had to guess, the powerlifters that are the peak of their peak of their sport can probably do a shitload of pull-ups because they're 
they're strong individuals. And if they're going to have a back strong enough to pick eight, 900 pounds off the ground, chances are they have a back strong enough to pull themselves off the ground. We'll see. I think you'd be surprised. Yeah. We, maybe that's a conversation for a different day. Yeah. Get a few, uh, I'd like to dig into that. Get a few guys in here that pull 900 pounds and see, you know, how many pull-ups they can do. Right. And film it. I'd be very surprised if they could do double digit. Okay. But I could be wrong, but I would like to see it. Could be wrong. Love to see a 300 pound dude just bang out 10 pull-ups. Okay. I'm, I probably find it on the YouTube. Um, so talk about their attainable, uh, to you know, attainable meaning you can work towards it and get it right. It's mm-hmm. got a time limit on it, and that time limit's going to be shorter, right? Versus, you know, it could be hey, you know, for example, right? Let's talk about running. Running's always an easy breakdown. I want to run a marathon. Well, you don't start out on day one and say I'm going to run a marathon today, right? Right? You go, hey, there's this race in March. I want to do a marathon. When does my training start? I need to start training. 20 weeks out from that marathon and, and day, day one, week one, I run two miles, you know, mm-hmm. the third day I run five, three miles and so on. And there's a progression and it builds and you build your mileage day after day, week after week until you get to race day and you've accumulated enough mileage running that the actual running the marathon is no longer, I'm not going to say not difficult because it's still difficult, but it's well, doable. You've, you've built the capacity for it. Yeah. Right. And that's going to be, you know, obviously individual individualized for every person because maybe I have a good running background, whereas, you know, person B has not run at all. Right. So I'm going to start a little bit ahead of them. Maybe I don't need as long to prepare for a marathon as they do, but we're still going to go along with that whole goal setting, short-term goals to end up at the same, you know, destination, which is completing a marathon. Yeah. You look at the, you look at the mileage and you look at the weeks and you say, weeks one through five, I'd never run more than, you know, two miles. You're like, well, I can probably, I can jump in there. Right. You know, and start building my mileage from there. And you have a comfortability with running and doing these things. So you can, you know, you can edge out the first couple of weeks where it's, where it's going to be tough on the body. And you're like, okay, I can get, once I get through that, we're good to go. Right. And I think that's just being realistic where you at currently with your fitness levels. Like don't be too over eager. Don't overshoot. Right. Because if you do jump into too much, then maybe start having overuse injuries and then you just kind of derail the whole plan. Correct. So short-term goals to recap, they are short and they are goals, right? And then we give you something attainable and we give you something to go for. Why, you know, Kent in training in the gym, because we're not getting too much into outside life, but in the fitness Mm -hmm. realm of things, why is it important to have short-term goals? You know, we kind of, this all kind of wraps together more late, more or less, but why is it important to say, Hey, I want to do this in the next 30 days. Well, motivation, I think, is the biggest part. It's what's going to keep bringing you back to the gym, uh, bringing you back into your fitness journey, if you will. You need to have something tangible, whether that be like week-to-week or bi-weekly or monthly. That way you can see the progress that you're making. It's going to keep you motivated inside of the gym, motivated outside of the gym, doing the all the other stuff that you need that will help tie into what you're doing at the gym. Just because you put in one hour here, you got 23 hours outside that you could potentially mess that up. So you need to make sure that you're staying on that path, if you will. And if you're going to go eat something, let's say, bad, but then you're like, man, I really worked hard in the gym today and I'm really focusing on you know, hitting a PR in my 5K, so I know I need to eat something healthy at night for dinner. And that just kind of guides you. It's, it's that guy that'll help get you tor- towards that long-term goal by hitting those short-term steps. And 
that's basically what we do, you know, every day is I'm always working towards something. Although we do come in, we work out regardless, you know, we don't have trouble getting into the gym, but I still have little goals that I like to kind of hit each month or whatever I'm striving for within the meantime. I'm not just kind of aimlessly coming in and working out all the time. (laughs) Yeah. So it's nice to have that expectation of like, Hey, I can hit this a little quicker. I got a goal I can go and it's, and it might be for the day. It might be for the week. It might be for the month. Something to kind of, it keeps you motivated, right? It's all about motivation. Like working out is hard. And uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. You're sweaty. It's hot. It's hard. Lifting weights are heavy. They're hard. You know, it's going to put you, it's going to put your brain in a place that says you don't want to do it. You know, your heart's beating out of your chest. It's, it's tough. Like working out is tough, right? The feeling when you're done working out is fantastic, right? But in the middle of it, it's tough, but you, you know, getting yourself the motivation to get yourself and put that effort in is, can be tough day in and day out. And like, if your long-term goal is to be healthy, you know, for the rest of your life and live long, happy, healthy life, right? We have to start and you know, it's a daily, it's a daily grind. And sometimes the daily grind can be a grind and it's, uh, I don't want to go to the gym today. I'm, I'm going to get home from work, sat down on the couch, watch TV. I know I was going to go to the gym at six, but you know, it's kind of, I see a cloud. I'm not going to go. Uh, I think they're running today. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go. Right. It's like, but if you had a reason and you were like, Hey, I know in the next 30 days, I'm expecting to do this, do X. And every time I don't do it, it sets me back. Then that's, and you, and you don't want to see yourself fail that goal. Right. That's going to be a great motivator to kind of keep you going. And it keeps it and be with it being short term, it, it makes it attainable. Right. Right. If it's too far out, you give up. Right. If it's close enough, you can reach it. It's like reading a book. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ever give up? You ever stop reading a book with like three pages left? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good about getting halfway into a book. Yeah. Half, <laughs> stopping. Well, halfway, halfway into a book. Yeah. Yeah. It's like three pages in halfway. Uh, you can bail on a book. But yeah. when you're like two, three pages to the end, nobody quits. You don't you don't walk out of a movie, you know, three minutes before it's over because we have it's the finish is there. You can get it. It's attainable. Might as well get it done. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's kind of one of those things that keeps things doable right there in the, uh, in the short term. Um, okay. Goals, they're important. Motivation. Great. How often, how often do you set your short term goals? For me, I do them about yearly. So I have my, my yearly goals. Um, this is going to be individualized. I think setting them up probably every like two, three months is a good kind of frame of reference. I think if, you are just maybe starting out on your fitness journey or maybe you haven't done fitness as long, then they need to be shorter. The longer you've been in the game, I think the longer you can kind of set out those goals because obviously it's going to take longer to achieve those goals. If you just started working out, you're going to get stronger, you're going to get fitter a lot faster. If you've been doing it for five, 10 years, obviously those kind of PRs are going to come a lot slower. It's going to be more hard to attain those. So that will help, I feel like, kind of determine how often you should set those I agree. So like the older your training age is in theory, and we've talked about that yeah. a little before, but the older your training age is the probably the farther out you can set your goals just because you're more accustomed to working towards them longer in a longer time frame. Um, that being said, you know, I myself, I will set short term goals as short as the workout I'm getting ready to do. Right. I will have a goal. If I look at, you know, said workout, I'm like, I know I want to finish this workout in this time. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. Or I know I want to do set of something 
with only stopping twice or not putting the barbell down or I want to make sure I do all my burpees today without stepping back and stepping up, right? I want to do a jump down, jump up. I want to do all my, you know, whatever, you know, I'm going to set that short-term goal for that workout. That way, as I finish that workout, I can get a win or I, or I know I need to get better. Right. One way or the other, right? It's not, it's, it's me versus me and I can go and okay, when it's done, it's done. Did I do well? Did I not do well? I don't know. Okay. Assess, assess for the next time. And that way you can get better each individual day. Might be as simple as, Hey, you know what? I need to go to the gym four days this week. Yeah, That's it. And four again, days. That's a tangible thing. Four days. Um, and then, you know, kind of as you get going with that, it's also, I think it's very powerful to tell people about these goals, right? If I'm saying, Hey, in a workout, I'm going to, we'll say we're doing deadlifts. I'm there sets of 20. All right. I'm going to say to myself, it's like, I'm going to try and hang on that barbell for all 20 deadlifts, all three rounds today and get through this as fast as I can. And I might be like, Hey, Kent, why don't we, uh, let's go unbroken on these deadlifts. Yeah. And Ken's going to be like, why? I'm like, hey, if you don't go unbroken, you have to start over. Like, All right, let me take 20 pounds off of my bar. Yeah, he might be, I'm like, hey, put whatever weight you want on there. Don't, that's irrelevant. But, you know, and it's like, and it's not just that like, he might not even do it during the workout, but I've, I've at least like verbalized it to him that like, I'm going to do that. And then that kind of holds me accountable to it. That way I know he's not looking over, you know, 30 seconds in the workout and I'm like doing singles. He's like, right. Dude, what the hell are you doing? Right. <laughs> You said we weren't going to do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, you're right. Okay, so it, that at least keeps something easy there. It's like, hey, you need to go to the gym four days this week. Put it on your calendar that you get a reminder. Tell somebody at work, you know, be like, hey, oh, man, it's going to be a tough week this week. I've, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go four times to the gym this week. Hey, are you going to the gym today? Hey, you know, hey, mm -hmm. make, sure to, make sure to ask me every time you see me this week how many times I've been to the gym this week, you know, and, just, and people will because people are nosy. Yeah, go and reserve <laughs> that spot too. Yeah. Get reserve, that spot lined up. Reserve the spot and go. But like little things. And like when you're just starting off, like in your fitness journey, like just showing up, that's, that's going to be your biggest, that's going to be your biggest challenge. It's how quick can you get to 10 classes? How quick can you get to 20, 30 classes, right? Can you come to 50 classes in, I'd say even say a year. Can you come to 50 classes in a year? Right. I mean, I know people that come to the gym 200, 300 times. Right. Plus in a year. Right. So 50 seems like this like really small number, but the reality is 50 can be tough. Right. Things, things happen. You know, if you're getting in, you know, five, six times a month. Right. Right. We need to do more than that. Right. Yeah. We need to be consistent. So setting yourself a goal of how often you're going to get there is good. Remember, tell people about it. That way they'll hold you, kind of hold you to the fire on a little bit. Yeah. And definitely tell the coaches because <clears throat> if you need those kind of daily wins, we can give you a goal for that class specifically. For the workout today, let me give you a goal to work towards. Hey, maybe we're doing all 15 wall walls unbroken every round. That's what we're shooting for today. That way, like you said, like you leave feeling accomplished. You you won that workout. Yeah, exactly. Great example. So short-term class-wise goal, hey, Coach Kent, you know, what should I, you know, something simple is like, hey, what should I focus on in this workout? Right. Awesome. Great. Here's what I want you to do. You know, Becky, you normally do this. What I want you to do today is this. I don't care how long it takes you. I don't care what weight you use, but I want you to do this. Yeah, or maybe we have you work on your weakness. Like, hey, I know that you can do 20 push-ups, but I know that you're still working with single unders. How yeah. about let's do like sets of five double unders or let's just get 10 double unders and then you move on to the next movement. Yeah, Some, something to change it up just a little bit, right? Um, sidebar, for God's sakes, guys, go get double unders. Get them done. They're so easy. Jump and spin a rope. 
one of our listeners, I know that she listens. She refuses to work on her double unders. Yeah, guys, you, know, you know who you are, guys. Guys, they're not hard. Learn you, double unders. Literally, you just you jump in the air. The rope goes on your feet twice. And you you just keep jumping. It's not hard. You gotta just pick up a rope and do them. Triple unders are coming, so you better get double unders. Yeah, they're not hard. Um, and the, the fun part is once you get double unders, they kind of become like the rest. Of yeah, the it's your rest. It's literally a rest. Yeah, like it's it's, <laughs> it's no longer. Challenging. I, ca- I catch my breath on them. Yeah. You're like, oh, double unders, cool. Instead of this like thing in a workout where it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, I'm not going today. It's double unders. You're like, it's literally the most insignificant part right. of the workout. Kind of like burpees. Yeah. Or you look like you took a lashing. Yeah. Rope marks all over yeah. your body. Burpees. I don't even the, know the, how that the, happens. The great secret. <laughs> the great secret of CrossFit is burpees and double unders are kind of easy. Right. They're not. They're not very difficult. You just do them. Yeah, and there's a little a pretty big mental aspect of that I think as well. Like when people see a big number of burpees, like oh, you got to be kidding me! And it's like if you break it down, like hey, let me do five, boom, five's done. Let me do five, let me do five. Just keep doing like sets of five. Short term goals. Short term goals. Hey, I'm gonna do five without stopping. Exactly. And then the trick to that is when you before you get to that fifth rep, set another short term goal so you don't stop at five. Yeah, you're just parlaying it to the next one. Yeah. Hey, I did five. Can I get to 10? Hey, I got 10. Can I get to 12? Hey, I got 12. Can I get to 13? Hey, I got 13. Can I get to 20? Hey, I got 20. Can I get to, can I get the rest of these done? Exactly. You know, just play. That's what I do with wall balls. Yeah. I do. I do count my wall balls into like sets of five. Yeah. Wall balls is like, say it's a set of 50 on wall balls. I'm like, just pick it up and do 20. 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 I get to about 15. I'm like, yeah, we'll go to 25. I get 20, you know, 23, 24. I'm like, can I get to 30? I get to 30. I'm like, I'm not feeling too bad. See if we can get to 50. And I get about 35 or I get about, you know, 42. And I'm like, oh, that was a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, screw it. I'll get them done now. Have you ever been able to do 100 in a row? I have. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't done the 150 in a row, but I have done 100 in a row. Woo. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. It was, it was in the middle of a workout. The workout was 100 wall balls, followed immediately by 100, I want to say, burpees, followed by 100 ab mat sit-ups and like 43 shouldered overhead. Okay, like the 343 yeah, workout? Yeah, 343 workout. And I did all 100 wall balls like three and a half minutes. And I think I was the last one done with the workout. <laughs> I just immediately just like imploded. <laughs> imploded. minutes for the burpees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The burpees took me like I <laughs> all day. Yeah, it was it was terrible. I was like, oh, this is cool. You did 100 wall balls. Dumbass. Was it worse <laughs> on your like shoulders or your legs? You know, I don't even remember. Just everywhere, everything just, was hurting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a wall ball. It's not heavy, so it's like it's basically an well, air yeah. squat. But it's I, just, I feel like a lot of times my the, legs are okay, but my arms start to give out. Yeah, well, you can obviously do more squats at that weight. It's right. not you're not gonna like I'm not gonna get to the bottom of the squat and like fall over. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's unlikely. Right. Um. So the shoulders are what start to fatigue as you get to bigger sets. So then it's just figuring out how to shake out your shoulders as mm-hmm. you're throwing the ball up to get you know get some blood back in them. If you're constantly with your arms in the air. Well, yeah, people go with the windmill technique. Got to get a little windmill in there. You got to throw a little higher sometimes. Get a little, yeah, a little shoulder shake and then bring <laughs> it back down. Um, you know, play mental games and just kind of. It's, it, they're different when you start out with them. If it's the first thing in a workout and you start out with it, it's completely different than it is like you just hopped off the bike and you're trying to like get your life in order and you got to right. go do this and then you got to go do something and come back and that's a different game. Yeah. When it's hey, I'm fresh and I'm like. You're you're 50 in before you even contemplate life, right? Then you go there. Cool. So that was a big digression into wall balls. <laughs> I wish to do a wall ball challenge. Wall ball challenge. How many wall balls can you do in a month? Um. So short term goals. Get through them. They're important because they give you motivation. 
right? They're going to make, give you short-term, you know, they give you the, the easy wins, right? I think is the, the, the buzzworthy phrase for it, right? It's like, if you make a to-do list, right? On your to-do list, you want to make sure you put a couple things on your to-do list that you know you can do right away. Yeah. Right. They're easy cross-offs. They're easy wins. As you start crossing stuff off, it gives you confidence and you start moving into other things. Right. If your to-do list starts with climb Mount Everest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you so might tough. you might be in trouble. If your to-do list started with, you know, I don't know, go buy a water bottle that you could use to climb Everest and you know order some shoes. Yeah. And download a book. You know, oh, these are all very easy things to do. Right. I don't even have to leave my house to do these things. Right. Right. Versus get on a plane, go to Nepal, climb up, go to know, base camp, go to base camp, spend, spend two weeks there to acclimate, <laughs> hire a Sherpa. Yeah. Pray <laughs> there's not a blizzard. Pray there's not a blizzard an and weather. And you know, do you have the right oxygen levels yeah. in your lungs? And yeah, that's, that's a whole nother thing, but you know, you want to climb Everest, give me a call. We'll talk about it. Um, other than that, we've kind of gone into some examples already. Um, do you have any more examples of kind of short term goals that most people are kind of, you know, I don't want to say most people, but there are some goals that like people get lumped into, people get, you know, thrown around and everybody kind of has the, typically we will see that everybody kind of has the same kind of goals, right? Everybody's going to need to, either, right. hey, I need to, hey, I need to lose weight. Hey, I need to, you know, well, that's get better I, gymnastics. Hey, I need to, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm not, I, obviously I see that a lot with like my personal clients. It's like, well, what are your fitness goals? Well, I just want to get fitter, get healthier. Okay. I understand that. That's why you're here, but Let's define to keep you fitter. motivated. Like, let's get more specific. Right. Maybe you're at a certain body fat percentage right now, and we want to get you to a lower body fat percentage. Or let's look at your diet. How many vegetables and fruits are you eating weekly? Let's increase that number. What's your lean? You know, make sure we're eating lean meats. Um, are we going on walks throughout the week? What's like your non-exercise energy expenditure look like? Are you sitting at a desk all day? Okay, well. How can we help alleviate some of that just being sedentary all day? Let's go for walks, get up, go to the bathroom. Just you can kind of go through their whole day with a fine tooth comb and find ways to get them more active, get them more, I guess, geared towards their fitness goals. And then we can get more into like the fun stuff where, hey, let's get you doing a pull up or let's get you lifting a body weight deadlift or something like that. But just finding those goals that are tangible, realistic, and then putting those into the you know, the big frame of accomplishing bigger goals. Right. Yeah. Like exactly. Like what are you doing? Where do you want to get to? How can we, you know, and that's where your coach is going to come in, you know, very handy. Right. Right. Coach can break it down to you and like, say, I'm, if I'm your coach and I know you're sedentary and you don't get a thousand steps in a day, you know, telling you to get 20,000 steps in a day, every day, starting tomorrow might be a lot. Right. Right. But if it's like, Hey, I need you to get to 5,000 steps a day for the next, you know, week and a half. Let me know how that goes. Yeah. Hey, you got that. Cool. Let's bump that up to 7,500. You know, that's, you literally need to walk for like 10 minutes farther. Right. You know, you know, are you going, can you go on a walk once a day? Do you have time for that? You know, are you, you know, what does your schedule look like? What are these things? Okay. Let's come up with a plan that's specific to you and go from there. You know, that those sort of things help. Um, you know, we get into, I want to get a pull up. Okay. It's diet. Right. right. We can look at the diet. We can look at, hey, are you actually doing pull-ups? Right. Or do you wait for the, you know, every sixth day mm-hmm. a pull-up shows up in a workout and, you know, you modify that on that day and you do, and you kind of, you know, 
sling yourself through some ring rows or you, you know, you do some jumping pull-ups and you're more jumping than doing a pull-up. You're not really worried about the eccentric too much. You kind of, you're comfortable with your modifications. So you just kind of use the same one and you're, you know, you're kind of mailing it in, but yet you want to get pull-ups, but your actions don't say that your actions, either that or your actions are kind of lost, right? Like, Hey, maybe we work on these at the house a little bit. Do you have a Mm pull-up bar at the house? If not, maybe we get a pull-up bar at the house, a couple bands. We can work on building that strength. Or even this, the movements that we do that will help support you getting a pull-up. So if we're working on maybe ring rows or dumbbell rows that day, hey, those are pulling movements. Those are yeah. going to increase your the strength of your back muscles, which are going to help you get that pull-up. Yeah, your deadlifts, your power cleans, your snatches, your every time we every time we do bent over rows in a warm up. Are you focused on the bent over row, or are you talking with some Sally about what you did at work today? Right. And kind of, uh, I know he said do eight this round. I did two and I really wasn't paying attention. Mm -hmm. Right. Or are you actually thinking, Hey, let me get my back in a good bent over position here. Am I pulling with my shoulders? Am I just, you know, not caring? Am I actually trying to get through these movements? Cause you might get 30 good reps of a bent over row with a empty barbell. Right. In a warm up. Those are good reps. Yeah. And definitely control the eccentric, which is, if you don't know what that is, that's the lowering portion normally of a lift. So when you're lowering yourself down from that pull-up bar, if you're doing a jumping pull-up, which you definitely have to slow down the eccentric or you're really getting nothing out of that movement pretty much. Depends on how how good of a jumper you are. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's finding the, it's finding the ways to get better at things through what, you know, we're already giving you guys the tools to do these things, you know, typically, and then go from there and get better at them. But, you know, talk to a coach. Coach will lay out a plan for you. Exactly. We all, we all know how to do it. It's not hard. I mean, it's hard. It's terribly hard. It's, but it's easy to set the goals. It's hard to stick to the goals. Yeah. It's, it's hard to set goals that you can stick to. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. That, that would be more, more the thing. I, you know, anybody can just throw goals out there and be like, hey, go do this. Yeah. Like Sounds I, great. I, I put kind of like some goals on my list myself, like, I put a couple that I know I'll be able to do. I've done them before. It's just I kind of let them slide by. It's like, I will get these by the end of the year. Then I put kind of a reach goal, something that, all right, I've been close to this, but I feel like it is attainable if I kind of focus on it. And so have those goals that you know you can just check off. That makes you feel good. Keeps you motivated. You're feeling good. You got to win. And then maybe have some reach goals that like, hey, in the grand scheme of things, if I really adhere to this, I'm focused, I'm consistent. Maybe I get to this point, which yeah. would just be awesome. Definitely. You know, gravy. Like, have that, you know, way out there goal doesn't hurt. Yeah. Right? Like, this probably isn't going to happen, but I'm going to try for it anyway. That's not the worst thing in the world to happen. Right? So, take a look at that and kind of have some fun with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you got anything to add? No, I think that's good. If I, I would say if you guys have any, like, specific goals, um, talk to one of your coaches. We can help you set out a plan. Yep, get you going. Absolutely, guys. Um, yeah, depending on where you found this podcast, you know, hit us up. You can definitely schedule a time to sit down with me, and I will go over. We'll we'll make a goal list for you. Yeah. Um. We'll, we can make that happen. Something we do quite frequently. Um. But sometimes, you know, you guys got to take advantage of it, and you got to get in there and, and get it done. Um. Hopefully, this helps. Hopefully, it's some, you know, useful, knowledgeable <laughs> information. Um. Maybe next week we'll get back to making fun of somebody yeah thanks for joining us on the ocho guys thanks for joining us on the ocho we'll see you on the new eve (laughs) have a good one